this time in your presence, we ask, Holy Spirit, that you will visit us, speak to us, minister to us, bring us into knowledge, and transform us into image of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, through your word. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. amen. Hallelujah. Praise Him. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, we thank God. It is our month of persistent prayer. And we need to find out some of the things God wants us to persist in prayer. And one of the things that God wants us to persist in prayer, and the topics that He wants us to persist in prayer, is on the topic of grace. That we will pray that the grace of God will be made manifest to us. Now, when you read in Corinthians, I believe in um, the last verses, I, didn't, I think First Corinthians or so, where it says, Now, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and then he talks about the love of God. Then he talks about the sweet fellowship. The sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then he says the love of God. The love of God. And the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. So I want you to understand that grace is of the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace is of the Lord Jesus Christ. It says what? Read it for us. Second Corinthians 13, chapter 13, verse 14. Uh-huh. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the love of God. Uh-huh. And the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. It must be with you. So don't forget. It says grace of the Lord. It must be with you. Grace must be on you and with you. You cannot in this life achieve anything much if the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ as a Christian is not with you. And that is what I came here to bring your mind on to as the Spirit of God directs me. That you must remember that the grace of God must be with you. The grace of God must be with you. He mentioned three things there. The grace of God, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Now, all three are very important. And all three are prayer points. You see, most often we pray and we pray amiss. We pray and we don't understand what we are doing. We pray and we are just asking and all sorts of things. But the Bible admonishes us that we have to pray all kinds of prayer. Now, this, you think, is what we say, we call it grace, but actually it is a prayer. It is what? A prayer. It's not just grace, so let's share the grace. No, no, no. It is prayer, because if you say share the grace, it's a form of prayer. We are praying. Now, in 2 Corinthians 13, 40, it says, May the grace, it's a prayer, it says, May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, 
and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. It must be with you. Sister, have you ever prayed like that? Have you ever prayed like that? May the grace. No, you are going to take time. This is, I'm not talking about sharing grace, two minute statement prayer. I'm talking about persistent prayer. Something that is, it has dawned on your spirit. Something that you, you pray about. Maybe you have, you can set up you know, time, two hours, one hour, 30 minutes to say, I'm praying. Or, you know, persistent prayer is, is when, when, when we, call, we talk of persistent prayer, it's like, you know, when you have a persistent cough, it can come anytime. And it comes for short periods. So whilst you are buffing, you are, you are praying this persistent prayer. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the grace of God must be with me today. The grace of God must be with me. I pray, may the grace of God go with me. I pray as I'm going, may the grace. Sister, what they have taught us about sharing grace, no, that one is, is, not, not, is nothing. This is a prayer that you must persist in because you don't know. Do you know what grace is? Do you know? Many of us, we love grace. You wake up as a father. You wake up as a husband. You wake up as a wife. You wake up as a child. As a daughter, as a son in a house. If you lack grace, you cannot function. You can't function. Grace of God. You see, when grace of God comes to you as a woman, the grace of God comes on you and you become a mother. The grace of God comes to you and you become a wife. You wake up, you know exactly what to do. Grace has been given to you. You, you, can, you can contain your children. Your children, you see your children, look at mommy, we need this. Your husband will come. I can't find my socks. You won't get angry. You, you will not feel flustered. You will not feel overwhelmed. Because grace, you've prayed. Let the grace of God be upon me. Yeah. And you need grace in every area of your life. Grace is God's help. Grace is God's help he gives. Grace is God's push. Grace is God's ability. It is supernatural. You cannot see it. But when it's there, it's there. Grace. The grace of God. You wake up. You are confused. You wake up. You are angry. You can't function as a wife. You can't function as a, a, a husband. You can't function, you know, as as. As a mother, you can't function as a father. You, you are confused. You are angry. You, you are tired. You are tired. Satan gives you some foolish ideas. You are tired. You, you know, what is all this? You, you just, all you want to do is just pull the curtains and then stay in bed and pull the blankets over yourself. What a life. You know what you lack? You lack grace. You lack grace. But when grace comes upon you, Ah, you see that grace to be a mother in the house, grace to be a, a, a wife, grace to be a husband. You see that you'll be cooking and you know you are enjoying it. You are not thinking, oh, why am I slaving? Am I your slave? Am I? You don't think those those negative thoughts. Because when grace appears upon a person, it's tangible. You be you you people will watch you and say, how are you able to do this? How are you how are you able to do it? You tell them it is by God's grace. That's when you can say grace is speaking. Because when grace comes upon a person, it is tangible and it is real. Hallelujah. And so, this, this um, scripture, you find, it said, be persistent what? In prayer. That is what? Colossians 4 verse 2. Read it for us. Colossians, Colossians 4. 4 verse 2. Uh-huh. Be persistent in prayer. Be persistent in prayer. 
And keep alert. Keep alert. Uh-huh. Giving thanks to God. Giving thanks to God. Read it again. Colossians 4 verse 2. Uh-huh. Be persistent in Be prayer. Be persistent in prayer. And keep alert as you pray. Keep alert as you pray. Giving thanks. Giving thanks to God. Be persistent. It is our month of persistent prayer. This is a month. And this section, God wants us to be persistent, praying, giving thanks, and praying for grace. Because this year, there are a lot of challenges that lie ahead of you concerning your marriage. You need grace. The only thing that will see you through is the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know what it says there when, when we read in the, in the, in the, in the Corinthians 13, 14, where it says the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The grace of our Lord. Listen to what the Holy Spirit says. He said, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. That means, if he is not Lord of your life, you can't receive his grace. Start thinking about it. If you are not yielded and submitted to him, you cannot receive his grace. There are many who think that they, they are Christians. He is your savior, but he is not your Lord. He can be your savior, but you need to submit for him to be your Lord. And when you submit, that is when His grace can come upon you. Because God, God said in His word, He said He gives grace to the humble, but He resisted the proud. God gives grace to the humble, but He resisted the proud. He resisted the proud. So, if you cannot submit yourself and make him the Lord of your life, you cannot receive his grace. That's why you are married. You are a Christian, alright, saved. But you are not experiencing grace in the marriage. It's only fight, fight, fight. It's only confusion. It's only, it's only anger. You are, you, you are even regretting. You are even regretting. No. What, uh, you, Satan gives you stupid ideas. He gives you foolish things to think about. You can do better. You should have waited. You should have done this. All stupid things he puts into your mind. So there will be no peace in the marriage. Yeah. Sister, it is time to submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Brother, it is time for you to submit yourself. Yield yourself. to the, That is why the Bible says that may, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ to call him Lord and not submit. You are only a hypocrite. Submit yourself to him. You have a Lord. If you have a Lord, you know what it means? He owns you. The Bible says that he owns you. That's why the Bible, I think it's in Romans, it says that we have been bought. We have been bought. Have that mindset of the Lordship of Jesus Christ in your life. That you are not of your own. You, you are owned by somebody. You are owned by somebody. You have been bought. Price has been paid by, by, by his own blood. That is why it says the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. It wasn't Muhammad. It wasn't, it wasn't Buddha. It wasn't anybody. But the Lord Jesus Christ. So it says we have been bought at a price. Bought at a price. When in ready for us. First Corinthians chapter 6 verse 20. Uh-huh. For you were bought you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your Therefore, body. glorify God in your body. In your body. And in your spirit. And in your spirit. Which are God. Which are God's. You belong to God. You have, he has paid the price. You say he has saved you, but you don't want to yield to him. 
Last year you did the same thing. You didn't show that Jesus was your Lord. That's why you get up and the time you are supposed to give to your Lord, you are doing shifts. The time you are supposed to pray, you are sleeping. The time you are supposed to show that your owner wants you to do something for him, you are doing something else. What you are supposed to even to do with your money, you, you think that you work for the money yourself. Not forgetting that you have a Lord who owns you, who gave you that grace, who gave you that life. So you can't do anything you want. Let me tell you, this year, you cannot do anything you want. Those who have been doing that, they don't have grace over their life. And stand by. Because it is grace that protects us. It's the grace of God that, that protects us. It's the grace of God that heals us. It's the grace of God. That, that's all the things that we see. So, exempt yourself from the grace of God. You fall into disgrace. You fall into disgrace. Not grace. You go down. Instead of going up. But that shall not be your portion. The Bible says that when all men say there is a casting down. You, there must be a lifting up for you. Why? Because the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ is speaking for you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ is speaking for you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ is speaking for you. Submit to his Lordship. Accept that you have an owner. Accept that... You have somebody that owns the very breath that you breathe. The very air that you take in. Somebody owns it. And he can take it anytime he wants. Submit to his lordship. That is how you experience grace. And I told you, grace, what is grace? Unmerited favor, God's help. He said he gives grace to the humble, but he resisted. So it's the opposite is telling you. When you have grace, you are assisted. When you don't have grace, you are resisted. Are you hearing me? When you have grace, you are what? Assisted. When you don't have grace, you are resisted. He gives grace to the humble. Humble yourself. It means accept you have somebody who owns you. You have somebody who owns you. You can't go on the way you are going. Living your life as if you don't have any Lord. Those are the ones that make... People see your life, they see your Christianity, and they don't want to have anything to do with it. Because you haven't yielded fully. You haven't yielded fully. That's why you think you have a right to be angry. People who are always angry, they think they have a right to be angry. They are not walking in grace. They haven't yielded. He says, your spirit are his. Is that not what we read? He said, your spirit are his, and your bodies are his. They belong to him. Your emotions belong to him. It doesn't belong to you anymore. Who told you you have a right to be angry? Who told you you have a right to insult? Who told you you have a right to be offended? Because you haven't accepted his lordship. That's why you are behaving like that. But today, God is calling you to repent. God is calling you to what? Repent from this evil. From this graceless life. People say, when you call them, say, oh, oh by God's grace. You don't know what you are talking about. If it's by God's grace, you will not hold offense. Grace will give you the ability, help you, assist you to let go. Grace will give you ability not to hold on to malice. Grace will give you ability. Grace will give you ability to forgive. Grace will give you ability. Ability. Grace assists. Grace assists. Where there is grace, there's assistance. Where there's no grace, there's resistance. And it is the opposite as well. In the kingdom of God, you want to be assisted. 
humble yourself go dull go low the lower you go in the kingdom of god the more assistance you get but the more you make yourself puffed up the more you make yourself i know it all the more you make yourself you don't need help you know you also be resisted some of you are being resisted in the marriage because you don't you lack grace you haven't submitted to the lordship of jesus christ so you lack grace to be a wife you lack grace that's why you are always arguing everything you are arguing everything you are causing it to be a fight everything that is not necessary you are you, you lack grace humble yourself sister go low brother go low grace to be a husband why are you beating your wife? Why are you insulting your wife? Why are you not appreciating your wife? Why? You don't have grace to appreciate your wife. You don't have grace to say, wife, you are looking beautiful. You lack grace. You lack grace. See, when grace is upon you, you see who you are. You see what he has done to you. You appreciate, you even begin to accept who you are and accept what you are and know your authority. You see that by the grace of God, even as a woman, find that scripture. It says that the inner beauty of a woman, the, it is not by, it's not by adornments, it's by what? The inner beauty. It is accepting grace. People see you, they see you, they, they see that you are looking very young and there's something growing about you. They don't know why. It is grace speaking. It is grace speaking. Meanwhile, somebody too who wear the most expensive, the most expensive clothes, the most expensive shoes, the most expensive jewelry, but still looks like Jezebel. Still looks like Jezebel. He looks like Jezebel. Yeah. Read it. Read what is on and find the other one. James 4. James chapter 4 verse 6. Uh-huh. But he gives more. But he gives more. More grace. Uh-huh. Therefore he, says, Therefore he says, God resists the power. He will resist your arrogant, your arrogant nature. You are too arrogant. Humble yourself. Make him the Lord of your life. So that you can say the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. He says, Therefore, Therefore he says, uh-huh. God resists. The proud. God resists the proud. But, give more grace to the humble. but he gives more grace to the humble. Let me tell you. Do you know God knows you and God knows your husband? And God knows your wife? If you humble yourself under his lordship, it doesn't matter how difficult you might think Satan has told you your husband is or how unreasonable your wife is. He will give you grace because you will be the only person that can really handle this person if grace comes upon you. Anybody tries it, it won't work. That's why some people say, I'm leaving, I'm going to go and marry another person. Please, you are fooling yourself. Stop fooling. The fooling days are over. And sit down and ask for grace to be a wife. For the husband God has given to you. If your husband lands banku, when grace is upon you, you you will cook the banku. Oh, if he likes it, he likes it in the morning, you cook it with, with no complaint. He likes it in the afternoon, you cook it in, with no complaint. He likes it in the evening, you cook it with no complaint. You, you have grace. God will give you grace. This is marital grace. He will assist you in this marriage. That you can handle this man that people will say is difficult, but for you, grace has been given to you that you can handle this person. Am I talking to somebody here? Grace will be given to you. Your husband likes to have sex. You must give it to him. Grace will be given to you so that you'll be able to what? Have the sex that he wants. 
If he wants it 20 times, give it to him. God will give you grace because you are the one that God has made. You are the Eve. You are the rape that he has taken so that you will perfect and complete this person. Your husband is very stingy. He doesn't give. God will give you grace to be able to handle inner beauty is grace. Is grace. Cultivate what? Inner beauty. Which is what? Grace. Uh huh. The gentle, gracious kind that God delights in. The what? Gentle, gracious kind. The gentle, gracious kind that God what? Delights in. God delights in. The gentle, gracious what? Kind. Kind. God delights in. So he says, what matters is not your outer appearance, the styling of your hair. Sister, you have been doing all that stuff. Not even a chicken has said, please, you are beautiful. Can I, can I date you? Not even a chicken. Chicken has not even said, sister, not even a chicken. With all your hairstyle, the long one, the short one, the weak, the, the synthetic, and the whatever. Not even a chicken. Why? You haven't been persistent in You haven't allowed the Lordship of Jesus Christ to work in your life. You are depending on something that is not related to grace. Not your outer appearance, not the styling of your hair, the jewelry you wear, the cut of your clothes, but your inner disposition, your inner disposition, where you are always aware, I have a Lord, I have an owner, I have a master. And when you have that inner disposition, grace will locate you. Grace will locate you. Grace will locate you. Grace will locate you. It is an inner beauty. People see you and they see you are very beautiful. They see you, they are very beautiful. Meanwhile, you know, you are not wearing any expensive things. Meanwhile, you know, they, they, they can see some beauty in you. But they don't know what, they, they don't know. They, don't, they can't place their hand on it. Some will say, oh, it's because you are fair. Some will say, oh, because you are black. Some will say, oh, you have a nice skin. Some will say, oh, no, it's because of your heart. Some will say, oh, it's because of God. When grace is upon you, all these things will not matter. They will see something about you. Some inner beauty, a gentle, gracious kind that God delights. That God delights. So, listen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Is he your Lord? Is he your Lord? The grace. And that was a prayer. It says, May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. This is something you must pray persistently. Persistently. The Lord revealing this to me, now I'm always praying, Lord, let your grace, let your grace, let your grace, let your grace, yes, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. I humble myself before you, O God. Let your grace locate me, for you give grace to the humble, but you resisted the, the proud. You give grace to the humble, but you resisted the proud. Titus 2, verse 10 and 11. Titus 2, verse 11, 10 and 11. And maybe the 12. It says, the grace of God. The grace of God. The grace of God. 
Uh-huh. Titus 2 verse 11. Uh-huh. For the grace of God that brings salvation. The grace of God that brings what? Salvation. salvation. Uh-huh. Has appeared to all men. It has appeared to all men. Teaching uh-huh. us that deny ungodliness and worldly lust. This grace of God teaches us to deny ungodliness, worldly lust. But you, you say, when we call, you say, how are you say by God's grace? But the grace that you, your own kind of grace, it is teaching you to love the world. It is teaching you not to have a sober mind. It is teaching you not to walk in holiness in this present age. In this present, this internet age, this, this uh, Sakawa age, this 419 age, this uh, Froster age, this WhatsApp age. You, your own, your own grace that has appeared, it is teaching you something else. If grace appears, in a man's life. Saving grace. If it appears, you get saved. After that, the grace continues to grow. And the grace now teaches you. It teaches you to what? Deny ungodliness. To deny worldly lust. To live soberly, righteously, and in a God, in, 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 and, and godly in this present age. Yeah, God knows that it is difficult. This, we are in these terrible times. Don't use your excuse, the, the, the fact that you are living overseas. You are living overseas as an excuse why you can't serve God. I am telling you, if grace is upon you, coronavirus or no coronavirus, lockdown or no lockdown, your prayer life will be intact. Your Bible study life will be intact. You will, the, you know, your, your love for worldly things will still not be, it will not be there. It will not be there. It will not be there. In this present age, God knows the challenges we will face in this present age. He knows the challenges we will face in this present age. Yet, he says, the grace of God will teach us to live soberly, have a clear mind, be convinced about what we are doing, be convinced about our salvation. We will have, uh, uh, we live righteously, we will live godly, we will eschew worldly lusts. Worldly lust, you eschew it. My brothers and my sisters, persistent prayer. We are going to pray, God, let grace locate me. But before grace will locate you, you need to humble yourself. Humble yourself. Humble what? Yourself. Humble yourself. When grace locates you, ah, when grace locates you, when grace locates you, you will find yourself eschewing all sort of foolishness. You find yourself doing that. You find yourself doing that. Read Psalm 84, verse 11 for me. As I bring my word to one end. If you are listening to me and you haven't received the grace of God that will cause you to know that you are a sinner, you need forgiveness. You need to give your life to Jesus. I want you to get yourself ready. You are going to pray this prayer after me. And say, God, because faith has risen in your heart now. You are going to say, God, forgive me. Forgive me of all my sins. I humble myself. I recognize I need a savior. I recognize I am a sinner. Please forgive me. Wash me in the precious blood. And write my name in the book of life. So that I don't perish when you come back in your glory. In Jesus name. Lift up your hands. Let's pray. Say, Father, forgive me of all my sins. Lord, I am sorry. I have been walking in pride. Now I realize I need a savior. I need you to also be my Lord and be my savior lord right now 
Write my name in the book of life. I confess you as my Lord. I believe that you died for, my, for, my, for the washing away of my sins. And I confess that you were raised up for my salvation. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have prayed this prayer, God bless you. Find a Bible-believing church and go to. So that the grace of God will come through faith. It comes, grace comes through what? Faith. Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. So for by grace are we saved. For by grace are we saved. It's not by works. So now that you have been saved, you need to grow in grace. Find a Bible believing church. If you don't have any, join us. We have online church members. Online. People who join us online. They are on, our online church members. You can join us. Just inbox us. Then we know you are one of us. We will contact you and we will minister to you via online. If you are near any branch where salvation clinic are, then you must come to church physically. If you go on our website, all the details are there. Salvationclinicinternationalministries.org. All our details are there. You will be able to find a branch that is close to you, either in Ghana or in the UK. You can find a branch and join. Hallelujah. Yeah, you found it. Read it for me. Ephesians 2 verse 8. Mm-hmm. For by grace you have been saved. For by grace you have been saved through what? Faith. And that's not of yourself. It is not of yourself. It is the gift of God. It is is what? The The gift gift of of God. God. It is the gift of God. So, my brothers and my sisters, let me tell you. Grace works. So, grace of God works. And I want you to pray. We We are going to enter into a time of prayer. A time of prayer. We have two or three prayer points. I want you to pray with me. First prayer point. God, whatever makes me so proud, whatever makes me so arrogant, whatever makes me not have the consciousness of your lordship over my life, take that thing away from me. Take that thing away from me. In the name of Jesus. I want you to open your mouth and begin to pray. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Remove everything that makes us so arrogant, so proud. Whatever we are trusting in, whether our money, whether our beauty, whatever it is we are trusting in, the fact that we are living overseas, the fact that we have built houses, the fact that we have bought houses, the fact that we have Whatever makes us so arrogant and so rude. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. The Father, we have educational qualifications. Father, we pray. We lay all these crowns before you. We humble ourselves. Holy Ghost, now, by your fellowshipping, let us have the awareness, the consciousness of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lordship that brings grace. The Lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ that brings grace. Let us be aware. Let this consciousness be upon us, upon our spirits in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name have we prayed. Amen and amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. We are still praying. Now, we are praying. It's a month of persistent prayer. Now, put that scripture on where it says be persistent in prayer. And God is giving us specific topics. Pray like the apostle prayed. May the grace so you can pray for grace. You can pray for God's help. Grace is favor. Something you don't deserve, but He gives to you. Something that people giving think you don't deserve, but He gives to you. I want to tell you, when grace locates you, it doesn't matter what your mother thinks, your father thinks, your pastor thinks, your children thinks, your husband thinks, your colleagues thinks, you get 
what God wants to give to you when grace locates you. Read it. Colossians 4 verse 2. Uh-huh. Be persistent in prayer. Be persistent in prayer. So we are going to persist in prayer. In prayer saying that may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. What was it? He said may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. So that's our prayer. We are specifying on the grace. You can add the other two. It is all right. It's all part of the prayer. It's all biblical prayers. You see, when, when the spirit and the word meet, that is when prayer works. When your prayer is based on scripture, that is when the Holy Ghost moves on the words. Like in the beginning, he moved upon the waters, standing for the word. He moved. And God said, so the spirit was in action and there was words also in action. And you saw creation. You saw things happening. So, open your mouth don't be cooking and be thinking that you are praying. Please, just, just a few minutes before God, oh, humble yourself. Humble yourself, sister. Brother, humble yourself. Be persistent in this prayer. Be persistent in this prayer. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with me. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ for marriage be with me. May the grace for the Lord Jesus Christ for business be with me. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ to be a student be with me. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ to be a worker in the house of God be with me. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ to be a pastor be with me. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ to be a father, a mother, an auntie, a sister be with me. May that grace, yeah. Do you know there are some people, they can't get along with their fathers. They can't get along with their mothers. Because they lack the grace to be daughters, to be sons. Yeah. And there are some mothers too, they lack grace. There are some fathers too, they lack grace to be parents. We need to pray for grace. Sister, humble yourself. Brother, humble yourself. That God will help you. That God will help you. So we are going to pray this prayer. May the grace of our Lord Jesus. You mentioned the various areas you need grace in. Some of you, you need grace to be patient. Grace. You need grace. Yeah, there are different types of grace. We don't have time to go into it. Meet me in the Raymond service where I'm going to give you and download more on, on the types of grace. Say, my Father, my Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with me, be with me, be with me. Open your mouth. Begin to pray. The grace of God. The grace of God. The grace of God, grace of God for your marriage. The grace of God to be a husband. The grace of God to be a nurse. The grace of God to be a teacher. The grace of God to be a worker in the house of God. The grace of God for evangelism. The grace of God to pray. The grace of God to read your Bible. The grace of God to walk in holiness and in righteousness. The grace of God that will give you a sober mind, a sound mind not fear not fear the grace of god that will give you that will give you a, 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 a promotion in life that grace that grace the grace of god the grace of god come on pray 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 the grace of our lord jesus christ let it be with me in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name have we prayed Amen, 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 amen. Yeah, the grace of God. The grace of God. It says in Titus, it has appeared. Our last prayer point. Father, whatever needs to appear in my life, give me corresponding grace so that it can appear. The reason why, sister, the marriage is not appearing is because marital grace has not been released unto you now. And you have not been praying. 
You have been praying, God, give me a wife, give me a husband, give me this. Stop that prayers. Pray, God, give me grace to be somebody's wife. Give me grace to be somebody's husband. You will see. When grace locates you, sister, you will be spoiled for choices. You will not know whether you should pick Kweku or, Ma- or, or Mark or Matthew. Because suddenly the, the advances will be coming. Because grace, grace is God's help. God knows where those people are and you will bring them into your life supernaturally. I'm telling you. Grace. So don't pray God give me. No. May your grace for what I need. Grace to be a wife. Grace to be a husband. You want work? You have been unemployed. Unemployment grace is upon you. You need to pray, God, let the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ for employment come upon me. What are you saying? God gives grace to the humble. He helps the humble. He assists the humble. He, he pushes the humble. He lifts the humble up and places them, their feet upon a solid rock. That's what you are praying. When you are praying, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with me. So, the grace of God, the grace of God must, must be with you. The grace of God, you must pray for the grace of God. So, our last prayer. The grace of God must be upon my life. The grace of God, that causes it to be tangible. You see, when grace is upon a person, it is tangible. Put it on Titus. Put the Titus on first. Titus, it says, the grace of God, that what? Brings salvation has appeared. Inward, word, inward grace brings salvation. And the workings of the inward grace now makes it tangible for all to see that you are walking in grace. Let me give you an example. You know, I've been telling you and saying that this year we are going to be on TV, we are going to be on TV, we are going to be on TV. Do you know, uh, a, a guy called me, I, sent him, I just said hello to him, and then he called me and said, Ah, he said, Papa, where have you been? I had a dream about you. He said, I had a dream about you. And in the dream, you were telling me that you need um, a TV slot. You need a TV slot. He said it in a dream. This is somebody I haven't spoken to in, you know, in over a year or so. He, he said, he called me and said, when I, I said, I just sent him a message. I said, oh, hello, how are you? He said, oh, he called me and said, Papa, I had a dream about you. In the dream, you were telling me that you need a TV slot. And therefore, I must get you one. That was what you were saying to me in the dream. I shook my head and I said, wow. I shook my head. I, for a minute, I didn't say anything. I was just listening to him. I said to him, God has confirmed something. This is, this is very powerful. God has grace. So do you know what? This guy, God had already spoken. You see, when grace is working for you, yes. you don't need to struggle. As I am speaking, he has made arrangements for us to be on TV. Amen. As I am speaking. He has made arrangements. Amen. He has made arrangements. See, the Holy Ghost prompted me just to send a message. I just said hello. And then that was it. He called me and he said, I, I had a dream about you. You see, I am telling you, when grace is upon you, it appears. Amen. God helps you. Amen. Yeah. If by my own strength, I, I don't even know, I've been saying it how many months now. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know who to approach. There are so many people out there who even try to take advantage of you. And you know, the shocking thing is that he said that they have increased prices, but Papa, 
you, I am going to make you use my own personal account. And I'll take you there as an old client, not a new client. So that they won't charge you over the new prices. Grace is talking. This is grace talking. Grace is what? Talking. When grace is upon you, it appears for men to see. It appears for men to see. Be a participant, a partaker of this grace. If you are connected to me, you will be a partaker of this grace. Because grace, eh? Grace, when it's upon you, it affects the people around you. Oh yes, can I preach you? It affects the people around you. Look at Abraham and Lot. Grace was upon Abraham for wealth. It affected Lot. That's why you must surround yourself with the right people. Be in the right church. Don't listen to people whose life is saying that there is no grace upon their life. You, you don't have any grace for marriage. But you want to be a married counselor and you are advising married people. You don't have grace. Stay with people whose life are demonstrating that there is grace upon their marriage. Connect yourself to a church, to a pastor that is working in holiness. That grace will, will affect you. Grace affects. Grace affects. Grace affects. Grace, it affects those who are around. You cannot be around me and the grace of God upon my life will not affect you. No, it will affect you. God, there are different levels of grace. There are different levels of grace. There's saving grace, but there's another one. I'll say I'll teach you later on in the Brema service. There is a grace, a great grace that works. I'm telling you. You see manifestations of the power of God. This is the kind of grace that is upon a man. That I can be standing in the UK and I'll be praying for somebody live eh, in Florida. And the person starts manifesting. And demons are cast out. And the person starts vomiting. And, and sicknesses are, you know, this person could even raise the shoulder. Live on Facebook. And in Florida, raise their hand. It was live. It's a grace, I'm telling you. And you cannot be around such great grace. And it will not affect you. Unless you don't have a good heart. Unless you are a hypocrite. Unless you are not connected properly. The grace of the Lord. This is why, this is what Elisha said. Where is the Lord God of my father? After Elijah had risen. All he was saying is, Oh, where is the grace of that was upon my father? That he could close the heavens. That he could heal the sick. You see, when the same grace came upon Elisha, he did two times what Elijah did. Double portion. Two times. You can be affected by grace. And grace speaks. I speak into your life. That God, the grace of God upon my life will affect you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes. The grace of God will affect you. The grace of God will affect you. Hallelujah. Amen. So, Listen. Listen, Lord, give me grace that will cause my profiting to appear. Give me grace that will cause my profiting to appear for all to see. That's all you need to pray. God, give me grace for my profiting to appear. My profiting to appear. Whatever the profiting is, it could be marriage, it could be finances, it could be a new job, it could be protection from coronavirus. Let it appear to all that God's grace is upon me. You breathe in the virus, it will have no effect on you. They might even say you have it, but you see that you are there with no symptoms. You are just breathing. You are breathing and going in and out. It's God's grace. Are you ready to pray? Say, Father, 
in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. right now, right. let the grace of God appear in my life. Let the grace of God appear in my life. Open your mouth and begin to pray that prayer. This is our last prayer. Kalaba shelebrokobalaba shekabarababa zikatalabalaba rapalakadaba zibelebelebe repelekedebe zibadaba. In the name of Jesus. 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 Kalabalaba shekabarababa rapakadabaya zipalabalaba yes the grace of god the grace of god in jesus mighty name have we prayed amen 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 hallelujah so we are going to have our communion now we're going to have our communion now so get your communion wines ready and your bread ready get it ready wherever you are watching me we're going to thank god for grace grace eh you you want to you, you want business ideas grace of god it comes upon you you do your things very differently you do your th- things very differently you know there are pastors and there are pastors there are some pastors who are working under grace and there are some pastors who are graceless they are a disgrace when you don't have grace you are you become a reproach you become a disgrace you become a shame but when grace is upon you people will know that you are favored People who, even angels who know you are favored. An angel knew Mary was favored. So he came to Mary and said, you are highly favored. You are highly favored. You are highly favored. So, lift your bread up. Lift your bread up. Lift your bread up. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Bless the bread in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Amen. Eat it. Lift your cup up as well. Father, we thank you for the wine, which is, which is the blood of Jesus. As we drink it, we activate grace, grace, your grace and your lordship in our lives. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. amen. Now, lift up your hands and receive the blessings of God. Father, thank you in the name of Jesus for this mighty blessing that you have released upon us. We ask that you bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. So, God bless you. God bless you. Now, listen. We are going live on TV. Now, I want some of you to sponsor. I need about six of you. Six of you. That will partner with the TV ministry. And you will give us, if it's $60 or £60 pounds, what, for six months, you're going to partner with us so that we can help to push the gospel. I want you to be a partaker of the grace. And this, we are praying that anybody that will participate, when you participate, any soul we win. And this is TV we are talking about. So you have a lot of souls who will come to Christ. You will have dividends in it. I need, I need at least six of you that are watching me. As the Lord touches your heart. For the next six months, from now to, to June, you can give us 60 pounds or 60 dollars or whatever it is that you, you spend, euros or whatever. You can give us, commit to us 
that you are going to be a TV partner for us to go and preach the gospel. I want you to inbox yourself and write it down. I'm going to be a partner. I'm going to be a partner and make sure the pastors don't sleep. Get alert right now and make sure anybody that is saying, if you want to be part of those people, just type, I will be a TV partner. Type it, I will be a TV partner and we will contact you. We will contact you. We will contact you. Let me tell you, you will be doing a mighty thing and a marvelous thing. I want to pray for those people. That's why I want you to type. I want to pray for you right now. Type it now. Type it now. If you watch this program,